Let's get all sorted. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Today we're going to be talking about gun control. Tiny plastic gun control. As always, if you want to check out links to everything we're talking about today, head over to BreakingDads.com. 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 Uh, you can leave us comments there or find us on Twitter. I'm at still sorting. Lies, all lies. Make sure you also check out our Lego Reviews uh, videos on YouTube uh, or on our website. We post them and all the other good stuff we put there. I think there's good stuff there. There's great stuff there. It's great. Aww. It's like a warm hug for your ears and eyes. And... Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's, that, that, I, I think we, we might cover we, anything else. I was like, no, that that's covers everything. We might not go with that as our new slogan, actually, <laughs> when I hear it out loud. Hugs for your eyes and, and ears. ears. Uh, who wouldn't want an ear hug? Anyway, moving on. What are we talking about this week? Uh, today we're talking about something very serious because Ooh. as everyone knows, Lego does not make weapons. Except... For when they do. Uh, uh, now, for years, it was believed that Lego worked under the unwritten rule that Lego would never release any violent themes. Hmm. The problem of an unwritten rule like this is, well, Lego releases violent themes all the time. So Lego's emulating reality. And, yeah, uh, I guess that's part of it. Um, I mean, way back in 1978, Lego brought us the castle theme uh, and with it, the first Lego weapons. Hmm. Uh, the uh, axe or halberd. Well, you got to call it that. Yeah. Uh, it would appear in 116 sets wow. over its time. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the short, short sword, the short sword, which is a very different thing. No, that's the not short good. sword uh, would get upgraded twice to become a better short sword. Hmm. Uh, and it would appear in 157 sets. Hardly any at all. Yes. Uh, and then the lance, which is the most castly of castle Almost weapons. Almost unused entirely. Uh, no, 212 sets, ah. but mostly not as a lance. Like, ah. for example, if you've got a uh, Star Wars speeder, mm. uh, the speeder bike ah, things, right. it would be the front part of that. Huh. So um, so it's used architecturally a lot, and it's actually quite a good versatile piece. Yeah. But regardless, it is still a weapon. It is. Uh, and I'm sure has been used as such by many kids. By many a older brother. Um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, even if you look at Lego Space, which came out in 1978... They have the mobile rocket launcher, um, which I think you said you had this set as a kid. This is one of the few Lego sets I had as a kid. Yeah. You know, I saw the picture and I was like, ah, oh, that's the set. I couldn't remember what it was. And I saw it. I was like, yep, I remember. But I didn't use it as a, I used the rocket and I used the space But you didn't, you didn't think of the rocket as a, as like a bomb rocket. No. 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 no you were just, too past 50. Although maybe because you're just bored with Lego space because you didn't even like Lego space as a theme anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Well, this is 78, man. This is... It's a week later. You're still wrong. This is good Lego space. <laughs> this is good Lego space. <laughs> we haven't gotten all jaggedy and... Yeah, I've, I've turned my mind in a week. You know, yeah. enough of that. Let's look at some of the nice, beautiful, jaggedy Lego right, classic let's space. Let's get into it. Uh, what do you got? Set number 6980 Galaxy Commander came out in 1983, and it is covered in lasers. It could do some lasering. Yes. Like, you, if you were a kid and you had the set, you were saying, pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Choo. And making Star Wars noises, for sure. You're definitely not uh, doing any kind of eye surgery with all the lasers on that thing. No. No, you're definitely taking down some, some enemies. That's right. Or blowing up a sun. So Star Wars has infiltrated... 
Lego. I would, yes. There's definitely an, yeah, a reason to go to space, right? Yeah. Uh, in 1989, Lego would introduce the Pirates theme, and with it, the first Lego minifigure scale firearms. So uh, they gave us a flint musket, uh, which you know looks like a gun to me, mm. and it would appear in 78 sets. And, of course, the flintlock pistol, which would appear in 91 sets. So there's a lot of historical recreationist Lego people who must have been, like, really happy when this I would stuff imagine, started coming yes. out. Because they're like, finally, I can do the sets I've been wanting to do. Yes. Or the dioramas or whatever. Like, yeah, it's interesting that... Uh, mm-hmm. And it's interesting that it was as late as 89, um, yeah, for the pirates, yeah. The, because I think before that, they're like, ah, we wouldn't put a gun in the hand. Like Even Lego Space, they would have the sort of megaphone thing, and it would be mm. like a gun-like thing. Right. Or they would use the uh, what I call the camera. Right, yeah. And they'd put stuff on it. But it could be like a bunch of sensors, maybe not a laser. Yeah. Right? Maybe That's they're just... How you choose to play with it. Probing the pl- world around them to with, find out. With death. Yeah, it's more about discovery than the murder. Um, at least I think that's how they justified it to themselves. For my brother and I, they were definitely guns. Yeah, <laughs> they were most certainly guns, or bazookas, or whatever we needed it to be yeah. at the time. Um, but still, uh, in the face of these violent themes, people would say, "Okay, okay, Lego makes some violent themes, but these are pure fantasy themes. Lego would never make any modern weapons." No, absolutely, no. They stopped at the musket and pistol. That's right. Except they didn't. Oh. <laughs> In 1996, Lego released a Western theme, uh, and as we already dealt with the racial issues this theme raised um, back in our uh, Lego Noses episode, Hmm. they also included a couple weapons that are still in use today. Uh, You get a revolver. Almost never seen. Yes. (laughs) They definitely exist. They're (laughs) definitely around. Uh, And importantly, you might sometimes see or hear about them on the news. And there's only how many sets? Only 101 oh, sets had this revolver. Drop in the bucket. Yeah, nothing. Uh, uh, and then a rifle, a modern-looking yeah. rifle, uh, which has in 74 sets. Um, now, still some would say, hey, man, because I think that's how they talk. Hey, man, these are still classic weapons in a classic Western setting. They don't look anything like modern weapons. Right. Uh, okay, I can see some of a point there. Mm. However, some of the Star Wars guns start to look a lot like modern weapons. Right. Uh, now, these are all going to be terribly named because you know Star Wars weapons don't have names, or at least that I'm aware of. Because Lego. Yeah. <laughs> so we get a uh, gun blaster long Star Wars, uh, and that is uh, appears in 53 sets. That's your classic Star Wars longer rifle. We'll put links rifle to all blast. these. Yes. Uh, you get your gun blaster short Star Wars. That appeared in 133 sets. So that's mm. your handheld blaster. Uh, and then the gun blaster small DC-17 Star Wars, which only appeared in 11 sets, but looks hmm. really, really, really like a uh, modern gun to me. And then the gun blaster small Star Wars, which appeared in 60 sets. So to Are me... these the ones that look like Uzis and like handguns with scopes? Yeah, uh, getting of? there. They're yeah. getting there. To me, they look like modern military weapons now mm. i should preface this with the fact Which that came first chicken or the egg yeah i think i think uh, that's a good question are, are the star wars guns looking like modern guns because they're influenced by guns or are modern guns looking like star wars guns because they're influenced I, I think by this time by period, modern guns already started looking like this mm-hmm. stuff yeah yeah they definitely don't look like they did even in the first gulf war there's a weird huh. modern guns have a weird 
futuristic look to them. They've gone very plasticky. Yes. And again, I should preface this by saying that I am not a gun guy by any stretch of the imagination. What? Even though we live up in the Canada where we have uh, 50,000 guns per uh, capita up here, I think. It's close to that. Yeah. We have yeah. a lot of guns in Canada. But but yet I've never actually seen a gun in real life. No, you live in a city. That's why, right. Why would you need one? That's a good point. Uh, okay. Now, I can again hear people saying, okay, okay, but Star Wars is a fant- is as fantasy a setting as it gets. I wouldn't call those modern weapons. Mm. Uh, well, okay, fine. The last three firearms on my list appear to be modeled after modern weapons to me. All right. What are these coming from? You get a uh, the pistol automatic medium barrel from the Indiana Jones sets. Okay. Uh, and that looks like they took a movie, gun out of the movie and made it. Yeah. How could you not? It's yes. Indiana Jones. <laughs> he has a whip too. So that's looking pretty gunny to me. Yeah. I'm sure that was um, snapped up. There's the gun two-barrel pistol, which appears in 76 sets only after only four years. Whoa. Yes. So it's quite prevalent. Yeah. Um, and they do like to build bigger guns out of that and the uh, binoculars and a bunch of other clippy things on it. And so hmm. you can turn this pistol into a rifle pretty quickly with some easy pieces that are around. Um, again, it looks like a modern handgun to me yeah and then the gun blaster with clip which is only in 16 sets um but uh i don't know to me it seems like uh lego has produced uh, a lot of weapons in fact they've produced 142 different minifigure weapons uh that's a lot for something that lego doesn't do i i, I get the sense that there's this um this disconnect between i like their 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 idea is that they're not intentionally producing weapon sets, but when mm-hmm. they have a license or a thematic thing, there is right. some pressure on them to do it. Like when they did the Indiana Jones license or Star Wars license, yeah. I, I think there's probably difficulties or pressures from the outside groups that mm-hmm. would have been like, well, you have to include the, like Indiana Jones without the pistol. That removes scenes from the movie. Exactly. Uh, or if you... Have yeah, stormtroopers running around without uh, rifles. Like, how are they going to miss hitting the heroes yeah. if they don't have rifles? Exactly. So it's, it, yeah, there's a, it, Lego's kind of between a brick and another brick in trying to decide what to do with that. Like, how do you, yeah. how do you deal with the IP, you know, of another company mm-hmm. and be true to it without also, you know, wrecking your own promise to your, yourselves and your consumers? Yeah. I, I don't think they can. And, and that's they, a part of the problem. They almost. do. They have put all of these weapons in what has to be called fantasy sets. Like right. even Indiana Jones, yeah. you know, it's taking place during world war two. Wow, it's quote unquote fantasy sets, but yeah, it's yeah, they're they're but they are part of a fictional world. Yeah. So you can, you can argue it off that way for sure. I think they'd be shutting themselves off to almost all intellectual properties if they didn't yes. deal in arms. Um, yeah, for sure. That, that's one of the big problems. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I agree. Um, and, and I think Lego sees that they're like, okay, we, we make weapons. Um, and I think most people would agree. Yeah. They make but, weapons. But we're not it's making a city set obvious. with, uh, assault rifles and yeah. And I think that's important to them. That's and, their line. and the other thing is, uh, the other line that, uh, people like Lego would never cross is, uh, they say, Hey, but Hey, Lego would never make a military well, set. No, they won't cross that line. Right. Unless yeah. Except four times. Right. They did it. Uh, They've made a Sopwith Camel, which is a World War I biplane flown by the British. Um, That's right. They made it three times. They made, uh, in 2001, they had a Sopwith Camel set. 
And then 2012, they had an expert build Sopwith Camel set, uh, and they also released a Sopwith Camel poly bag. So a good, affordable, cheap Sopwith Camel. It is such an awesome biplane. It is. Uh, you know what? I'm really torn on this I, one because yeah. it's a gorgeous looking build. It does look like a piece of history. And also a piece there. of killing machine. Well, that's the thing. The Sopwith Camel itself is credited with shooting down 1,294 enemy aircraft, more than any other Allied fl- fighter during the, you know, war it was involved yeah. in. Uh that's not a fantasy. This is a real machine from a real war responsible for thousands of deaths. So it's kind of like, would we make an electric chair Lego set? Exactly. And they never, ever would. No. So this that's an interesting, yeah, honoring a piece of, you know, aeronautic history mm-hmm. and honoring, you know, it's a great design and a great yep. piece of mechanics. But at, yeah, it's like, where where is that line? Well, that's the thing. It's like, if you say that's the line... You can't because you've already crossed it. So if you've made that, like, what's the difference between making that and making a tank from World War II? Exactly. There's no difference. Yeah. And and yet they wouldn't. No. So it, it is weird. And it's like, I guess they went, okay, well, people will fly the plane like a plane, but, and we haven't created, you know, any other, I don't know, maybe they, because they only created the one plane and there's no adversaries. They felt like there's no uh, aeronaut or, you know. But I mean, because they did a Red Baron plane as well. Mm, It's just not historically accurate as the Sopwith Camel. Hmm. Um, I don't. I'm very torn on it. Yeah, but it is a beautiful. Like if you're going to have done a version of it, they nailed it. Yes, Um, and I think that's the thing. I think the the beauty of these structures can turn anyone into a hypocrite. Yeah, you know, whatever your stance is, because even uh, if you're listening to us, you're thinking, "Hey, guys." You seem to be against this, but at the same time, you're drooling over the set. Well, Absolutely. first off, click on the link. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably going to drool over it. It's a beautiful, beautiful plane. Well, it seems more distanced. And that's mm-hmm. the idea. Like, there's this mediated violence that's performed with the plane as opposed to having a minifigure with a rifle. Yeah. Um, which seems a bit more, uh, you know, the interaction you're encouraging the children to have with a, a minifigure with a gun is to shoot the other minifigure. Yep. And that seems a little bit more... Um, you know, unacceptable or grotesques. Whereas the plane is like, well, there's a plane and it's flying around and it's doing mm-hmm. other stuff as well. It doesn't just have one function, which is killing. Although the machine guns are there. They're just, yeah. And they're, and they're, they're busy not, getting they're their 1200 enemies. Yes. Um, I don't know. Um, I think to me at this point, uh, even Lego knows that their unwritten rules keep getting rewritten and they need to f- formalize their nonviolent stance. Hmm. Um, so on page 26 of their 2010 progress report, Lego wrote, and I apologize uh, for the block of reading I'm about to do. No. This is their guideline for weapons in conflict in I, Lego experiences. I think it's important to actually get the letter of the law here. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, so this is their idea. Now, uh, this is what they wrote. A large number of Lego minifigures use weapons and are, assumedly, regularly being charged by each other's weapons as part of children's role play. In the Lego group, we acknowledge that conflict in play is especially prevalent among four- to nine-year-old boys. An inner drive and need to experiment with their own aggressive feelings in order to learn about other people's aggressions exist in most children. This, in turn, enables them to handle and recognize conflict in non-play scenarios. As such, the Lego group sees conflict play as perfectly acceptable and an integral part of children's development. We also acknowledge children's well-proven ability to tell play from reality. However, to make sure to maintain the right balance between play and conflict, we have adhered to a set of unwritten rules for several years. In 2010, we have formalized these rules in a guideline for the use of conflict and weapons in LEGO products. 
The basic aim is to avoid realistic weapons and military equipment that children may recognize from hotspots around the world, and to refrain from showing violent or frightening situations when communicating about LEGO products. At the same time, the purpose is for the LEGO brand not to be associated with issues that glorify, glorify conflicts and unethical or harmful behavior. They just painted the weirdest canvas ever there. Like, the first whole bit is a pile of nonsense because, yes, <clears throat> I mean, kids are, they're going, yeah, okay, kids do conflict and play. Yeah, but kids don't do murder simulation. They're actually having literal conflict. Mm -hmm. Like, I think any educator would look at that and go, yeah, kids have conflict. Yep. And they learn skills to work through conflict. That doesn't involve miniature guns. Yes. That's just called play. No, that to me so is a bit of... they're taking conflict as a literal term. I think that's a bit of a uh, um, going, hey, guys, it's not our fault, right? Like, Edu kids education. are going to do this no matter what. Yeah, that's that's lousy. Yeah. The second bit, uh, it sounds like they're giving themselves a giant out. Um, mm -hmm. they're, they're like, we're not going to do things that are, like, too on the nose. Yeah. But at the same time, um, you know, like, Lego doesn't want to be associated with issues that quote-unquote glorifies conflict and unethical or harmful behavior. So that that's a very specific definition. A lawyer wrote that, well, it seems like. Like, it's very, very be specific. Beyond that, it's already broken because they've mm -hmm. made pirate sets. Well, And the pirate sets definitely glorify here, here, violent behavior. I don't know. See, th this could be like, we won't do uh, the Navy SEAL team killing Osama bin right. Laden set, which would glorify conflict, right? So it, does the pirate set actually glorify conflict? Well, what were the pirates doing? Sailing around baking cookies? Well, but, but again, the term glorify is to suggest They that live on in history yeah, but through their terrible, terrible acts. But to glorify them would be to say that they're the heroes of the set. And then, but that, aren't they? I don't know. Are aren't, they? Look at how they're advertised. Mm. I would say the pirates are the ones you're supposed to identify with yeah. as a child, not the governor sitting in his mansion with his daughter. Yeah. But again, like yeah. perspective, right? The, what does that word mean? Yes. So if it's saying like, it's a, know, it's a big hail, out. hail the assassin. Yeah. Uh, or is it, you know. And I do agree, a toy company uh, that's, it, most of its product is aimed towards children should not be making modern military sets of things they see. There shouldn't be, you know... Uh, if they um, want to hold the line, they could do a two-word policy, no guns. But they can't do that they because they, that. they give guns. Exactly. So they're so going to have a lawyer a big, write yeah. a pile of nonsense. Yes. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty cynical about the whole thing. <laughs> I really am. Me too. That being said, I, I, love, I love the Star Wars sets and yeah. I love the superhero sets with the guns and the Indiana Jones sets look pretty cool and i know that those are nazis yeah. in that car not just guys wearing cool brown shirts yeah so you know am i a hypocrite for wanting that as well, well but i'm also a grown-up man i think when there's a fictional or historical distance to mm -hmm. the situation we have an easier time with it right I, I do feel like you know i look at the indiana jones set i don't have as much issue with it uh, I know my kids have some sets. I don't yep. even know what sets are from, but they have they have the little Lego guns and yeah. probably some minifigure well, set or something. You they, saw how many sets they came in. It's crazy. It's pretty easy to get yeah, guns. Yeah, we got all <laughs> kinds of weapons, yeah. piratey stuff. Um, so, I, you know, from the perspective, I, I don't I think my kids don't walk around with them blasting each other, but they're part of the whole scenario. Mm -hmm. There might be a pirate ship. There might be weapons on it. That's what pirates do. Right. Um, that doesn't... Uh, push or necessitate conflict in the set or violence mm -hmm. or you know say guns are good it's just part of the fictional reality or the right. historical reality of that set so even seeing somebody do like a civil war reenactment thing mm -hmm. it's like well that's you're representing a historical thing right um 
But if you just had like, you know, murder bowl. Or like, uh, like for example, right now your kids have a beautiful hotel set up, mm-hmm. like the floor plan of a hotel yeah. with all the Lego minifigures. Yeah. Uh, it would probably very much sadden you to see one of those minifigures come running into the hotel with, with a handgun. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to see that. No, because but it, Lego has enabled that as a possibility. But I it, suppose that's not yeah. a set that they've designed. No, thank goodness they've decided no. <laughs> I don't think that would be a big seller. No, terrorism is not a line they're going to pursue. No, uh, and same with the modern military. It's just not for them. Well, I think it'd be yeah, it'd be a little. Again, it's a European company with a European perspective, mm-hmm. and I think um, kind of the modern, you know. Europe and the rest of the world has a very uh, different take on modern warfare and weapons as a, mm-hmm. as a social thing than I think the U.S. does. Like, I, I think the, U, the U.S. might not be aware of it all the time, but it's, it's very different than the rest of the world's perspective on weapons. Yes. Open carry and things like that are not topics of conversation in most of the world. No. So, and as Canadians, sometimes we go down to the States and get freaked out. Oh, it's, it's like, oh my, that guy's got a gun. Yeah. Because it's, it's just not well, your, your something. Your kids are like, what? Yeah, we ever see it and we're like, no. is, is that a good guy with a gun? Is that a bad guy with a gun? I, yeah. I don't know how to tell the difference. Yeah. He's not shooting me currently. <laughs> yeah. That must put him firmly in the good guy category. Yeah. So yeah. Not, to, not to be in a gun debate, but it's, no. it's more about uh, just perspective. And mm-hmm. so it is interesting, like, yeah, I get Lego's perspective as a as a European company that they're very much they they want to honor historicity and fiction, but at the same time not um, glorify guns and gun mm-hmm. culture. Gun culture isn't a big thing in a lot of places. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see I can see why they have a hard time, and also the U.S. is one of their biggest markets, if not entirely their yeah. biggest market. So it's a very hard line yeah. that they're trying to balance. But I think they're they're smart again as a toy company aimed at kids yeah. to not be doing current military right there is definitely a market for that yeah and uh and if that's your thing luckily like I said, there's no navy seal team there's no assault right. weapons it's but from lego yes now here's the now the free market will provide <laughs> yes um so we have a link to uh, a few different places if you are um one of those people that wish that lego would branch out to realistic weapons and machines of war um you can buy modern and historical weapons from Brick Arms or Brick Warriors or Brick Mania or there's dozens more out there. Google that. Um, th- those are yeah. the big three for sure. It's uh, it's there. Yeah. And uh, Lego doesn't have to make it. No, exactly. I don't know how they would feel. Again, who knows how Lego feels about I, it. I think it's because a- these these are not sitting at Toys R Us. Yeah. Right. These, these, these companies. are very niche products. These are made for adults who that's what you want to do. And when I was at BrickCon, there was some great dioramas and displays of modern military conflict made with Lego and these accessories. And it's difficult to, you know, qualify a difference between that and historical military. Time is the only difference. Yeah. If we left the room and came back in 50 years, that will now be a historical setting. Exactly. Yeah, it's a difficult uh, thing to to Mm -hmm. use. And again, that comes into Lego's issue with all of this. It's very, very difficult. I think Lego wants to keep it in fantasy. Yeah. Right. Whereas if they did modern military and the kid saw a news thing or did a a report at school, it becomes too real. And does. Well, it seems that if you're playing with your toys and crying, you're doing it wrong. Exactly. And it would be seen as kind of uh, um, their stamp of approval. Right. Yeah. And they don't want to stay out of contemporary politics. For sure. Um, 
So I guess uh, the question is, is Lego being hypocritical by denying the world realistic modern weapons of war while producing sets full of conflict? Would you like to see more weapons or less represented by Lego? Uh, let us know. Uh, again, leave us a comment on the website or hit, hit me up on Twitter. I'm still at still sorting. Yeah, I think this, uh, this is a great topic for conversation. Like, mm -hmm. I'm really interested in hearing perspectives from around the world. Like, what do different countries, what's the take on this? Mm -hmm. okay, we've given our bit, I think, as Canadians. We have, a, again, a unique take probably compared yeah. to some places. Every country is going to have their own ideas and perspectives. And, yeah, I'd like to hear more about yeah, what people think on this. Very interested. So feel free to let us know. All right. Until next time, I've been James. And I'm still Jeff.